O'Brien Health takes the responsibility to lead and to do the things that make everyone better, healthier, and moving forward together. Here's another of our Brian Health Radio podcast interviews with Melanie Cole. The birth of your baby is one of the most exciting events in your life. However, during pregnancy, women can develop gestational diabetes. What does that mean for mom and baby? My guest today is Dr. Benjamin Byers with the Center for Maternal and Fetal Care, part of Brian Physician Network. Welcome to the show, Dr. Byers. What is gestational diabetes? And gestational diabetes is diabetes that has an onset during a woman's pregnancy. And who might be at risk for this? Well, all pregnant women are at risk for developing gestational diabetes. However, there are certain uh, uh, populations that have a greater risk. Those patients would be uh, people that have a history of type 2 diabetes personally, Perhaps a family history of uh, type 2 diabetes as well puts them at an increased risk. And there are ethnic uh, variances as well. If somebody is of Hispanic, African-American, or Native American ethnicity, they are at a slightly increased risk for gestational diabetes. But probably the greatest risk factor is obesity. So I was going to ask you about that because obesity is an increased risk for diabetes type 2 just in the average person. So what does it do for someone who is pregnant? Well, there's definitely a correlation between the prevalence of type 2 diabetes and gestational diabetes. Uh, uh, Type 2 diabetes uh, affects a large percentage of the American population, and uh, 5 to 6% of pregnancies in the United States are complicated by gestational diabetes. But if you look at a map of the United States where the incidence of type 2 diabetes is most prevalent, there's also a greater prevalence of gestational diabetes. Now, getting back to your question about obesity, the um, problem with diabetes is carbohydrate intolerance. And obesity, sedentary lifestyle, and family history of type 2 diabetes lead to a greater risk of carbohydrate intolerance. So if you're having this carbohydrate intolerance and this insulin resistance, you're, you're pregnant, you're a woman who thinks that she's doing healthy things, how would you even know if you have gestational diabetes? Are there some red flags? Well, really, there's not a lot of symptoms that go along with gestational diabetes. Some of the symptoms of untreated severe type 2 diabetes would include polydipsia, which means drinking excess fluid, and polyuria, which means an excessive urination. However, those symptoms may not be as prevalent during pregnancy, so a pregnant woman may not even know that she has gestational diabetes. And what are some complications if she doesn't find out that she has it? Well, when we talk about complications during pregnancy, we always refer to the maternal side and the fetal side, so the mom and the baby. And as a maternal fetal medicine specialist, I have two patients, the mom and the baby. Regarding the maternal possible complications, there's a greater risk for gestational hypertension and preeclampsia, a greater risk for polyhydramnios, which is excessive amount of amniotic fluid. There's a greater risk for having a C-section during the current pregnancy, and there's a 50% overall lifetime risk for developing type 2 diabetes. 
Now, regarding the fetal side, there's numerous complications, including a greater risk for miscarriage, congenital abnormalities, macrosomia, which is a birth weight greater than 4,500 grams, uh, low blood sugar in the baby, high bilirubin in the baby, also a greater chance of uh, having a, a difficult delivery complicated by shoulder dystocia, which is when the baby's head is delivered, but the shoulders and body are uh, remain inside the birth canal, and this is an obstetrical emergency. So what do you want women to know about taking care of themselves during pregnancy? Well, in regards to diabetes and pregnancy, the most important factor is uh, compliance with the recommended diet, compliance with blood glucose monitoring, and compliance with uh, telling their physician uh, about how their blood sugars are doing and any possible symptoms that they may be having. Now, do you put women with gestational diabetes on medication as you would somebody with diabetes type 2? Yes. So, uh, in general, this is how uh, gestational diabetes is managed. After the diagnosis, and uh, that's based on a glucose tolerance test that's done between 24 and 28 weeks of gestation. There's a, there's a, a part one of the test, which is a, a one-hour glucose tolerance test, in which a woman consumes 50 grams of glucose solution and then gets her um, blood drawn one hour later. If the blood glucose value is greater than or equal to 135, then she must do the three-hour test, which involves an overnight fast, uh, 100 grams of glucose solution is consumed, and she gets her blood drawn at four different times, once fasting or before the uh, glucose is consumed, and then at one hour, two hour, and three hours after. Gestational diabetes is diagnosed if two of the four uh, values are elevated. Now, what we typically do for starting therapy is uh, have the patient see a certified dietitian where they undergo nutrition counseling and also glucometer training. Glucometer is a device that checks uh, the blood sugar. So uh, regarding the diet, the patient is placed on a carbohydrate-restricted diet. And then uh, for glucose monitoring, we have the patient check their blood sugar four times a day. The first time is before their first meal of the day, and we call that the fasting. And then we check it two hours after each meal, so two hours after breakfast, two hours after lunch, and two hours after dinner. And then we use those values to determine if her blood sugar control is adequate on diet alone, or if she needs further therapy. Further therapy may include oral medications or insulin. Historically, gestational diabetes was treated with insulin, which comes in the form of injections. However, in the last 10 years or so, it's uh, been noted that oral medications are safe and effective during pregnancy. And our two main oral medications are gliburide and metformin. And either one of those is acceptable. Dr. Byers, where does exercise fit in? Because exercise has an insulin-like effect on the body, but when you're pregnant, you could be a little bit limited in what you're able to do. Yes. Well, interestingly, uh, exercise during pregnancy, as much as it hurts me to say it, has not been shown to improve blood glucose values significantly in women with gestational diabetes. So what we typically recommend is that uh, whatever exercise pattern somebody's in prior to pregnancy that they continue that, 
However, placing them on a structured exercise program during the pregnancy will not significantly impact their blood sugar control. The reason being is that the pregnancy hormones uh, have an effect on the blood sugar, and these pregnancy hormones uh, are uh, mainly human placental lactogen. And that's just something that's uh, out of the control of the patient, and unfortunately, um, exercise can't do anything about the hormones of pregnancy. So another sort of confusing thing for women is that you could they've been told you can lower your risk for diabetes by losing weight, but you can't lose weight while you're pregnant. So how do you keep that worry in perspective and tell women about whether this is a cause for concern and will it go away once they're done being pregnant? Well, I do agree that uh, excessive weight loss during pregnancy is not recommended. So I, I never recommend a new diet plan uh, during the pregnancy. Uh, I do tell patients and that uh, gestational diabetes is, is uh, cured after delivery and that we still need to, to monitor the blood glucose for a short time, just in the short term or immediately after delivery. But after that time period, then um, at her follow-up appointment, which is typically six or eight weeks after delivery, it is recommended that she have a repeat glucose tolerance test because some women, albeit rare, do have persistent diabetes that lasts immediately after a pregnancy. However, most women will not be found to have diabetes at that time. However, as I mentioned before, there is a 50% lifetime risk of developing type 2 diabetes for any patient that had gestational diabetes. Therefore, it's going to be important for that patient to let their primary care manager know that they did have gestational diabetes, so appropriate screening can take place in the future. In just the last few minutes, and it's such great information, Dr. Byers, tell, tell the listeners why they should come to the Center for Maternal and Fetal Care at Bryan Health. Well, we have two uh, board-certified maternal fetal medicine specialists here that have a particular interest in diabetes of pregnancy. Of course, uh, nationally, the diabetes level has increased, and uh, so we're seeing more, more and more of that during pregnancy as well. We have dedicated physicians, sonographers, and nurses that deal with gestational diabetes on a daily basis, and we're concerned about the maternal and also the, the baby side, and we'll give uh, great fair, uh, care to assure a, a positive pregnancy outcome for both. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Brian Health Radio. And for more information, you can go to brianhealth.org. That's brianhealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.